This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, Laura and Angela here. We are about to start this week's podcast, but first we want to thank this week's sponsor, Tracker. Smart cars, smartphones, smart homes. Technology has made everything smart, but losing your stuff still makes smart people feel stupid. Angela, you have a story you wanted to tell me about a time you felt kind of dumb because you lost something. It's It was like an ongoing thing, actually. Uh, me and Ian, we, like, he'll like move my stuff. Your boyfriend. My boyfriend, Ian. He'll move my stuff around, and then we get into a fight because I'm like, where's my purse? What did you do with my purse? I can't find it. It's gone now. What do you think he did with it? I think that he, I don't know, threw it out with the garbage. I don't know. And oh, he, by accident. He's like a little gnome. I, he just has this ability to kind of like hide my things. But then I find it and I feel bad that I got angry. And if I had had a tracker sooner. I have a tracker in my purse because I always place it in weird places around the house. And, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if Ian did throw your purse out because your purse has so much shit in it. It does kind of look like a garbage bag. It does look like a garbage bag. Um, yeah. So, but whatever. Regardless, I love my purse. If I had had a tracker, it would have saved me from fighting We're going to put times a tracker in your purse. In my garbage bag purse. And you know what? <laughs> track, that's because Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, trash bag purses, <laughs> computers, Anything in seconds. It's amazing. You just pair a tracker with your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. It's that easy. Yeah. We love our tracker. We just need to get one in your purse. With over 1.5 million devices, Tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world. So your last item shows up on a map, even if it's miles away. Never lose anything again with Tracker. And Angela, I think we're going to hook it up for our readers. Oh. Are, are they're not really readers. <laughs> I mean, we assume you guys can read, but... <laughs> they're listeners. <laughs> As a bonus for being readers and listeners. For the first couple podcasts we ever recorded, I think I never referred to people who listen to this as listeners. What did I say? I said... I said readers, viewers, right? <laughs> Every yeah. other word. Anyways, uh, listeners to the show get a special discount, 30% off your entire order. Go to the spelled T-H-E tracker.com to enter the promo code single. Go to tracker.com right now. Enter the promo code single for 30% off your entire order. I think that's one of the biggest hookups we've ever given. Uh, again, that's the tracker.com promo code single. All right, let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single, this week's reason is you have a secret. Shh. <laughs> also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, why narcissists get more dates, and what it is like to use a female condom. <laughs> Those exist. Mm -hmm. uh, then we are diving into the, into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, what's going on with your week? 
Well, actually, it goes with our theme this week of like having secrets and Ooh. such. Um, not my secret. It's my friend. Oh, my God. My story is about my friend, too. So oh, this yeah. will be fun. We're writing our... So I, I recently saw an old friend from high school and it was lovely, lovely catching up with her. But she revealed to me that she is moonlighting in a sex dungeon. What? I know. She's always been kind Did of like... Did she tell a, you this because... We have the podcast and she knew it would be perfect podcast fodder. Um, you know, I forgot to ask if this was on or off the record, but okay, we won't say it's her on name. the record now. We won't say her name. Um, so she's always been kind of definitely one of my more sexually adventurous friends. So I wasn't entirely surprised, but I don't surprised. I don't really understand what moonlighting in a sex dungeon means. It, it means it's like it's she's like freelancing. Like she has a other full-time job she just does it at night you know it's like for some extra cash no but i know i get that part, oh but oh i can get it so, okay so this what is, does it what does it entail so what's interesting is i feel like most people think of like dominatrixes when they think of like a sex dungeon but she is a submissive oh so she's getting like spanked a lot i think so does she know the guys beforehand is she no the people that she's dating she's is she uses like an alias i think she wears like she probably wears like a wig or something what i don't believe you no i swear to god it's it's a thing there's it, a whole community is this different than prostitution so she or sec or sex workers so she actually told me that she doesn't have sex with them i mean i think you know obviously everyone is different in the dungeon but she is strictly just like it's like non like penetration like but blowjobs and things no no not even that like they literally just come like she's a submissive so like they just kind of like dom- her dominate her which is like a little scary but she you know is there a safe she said word? she works at like a kind of a nicer place where there are a lot of rules and there's like security so she feels safe still makes me concerned because i've watched a lot of law and order svu (laughs) but is there is there a safe word uh i would imagine yeah she she didn't tell me that i have a lot of questions but i know we should Um, just have her on do okay so guys come in and they like whip her or whatever hit her on the butt Mm -hmm. then do they like jack off in the corner um i i mean probably I feel like they're paying for their time. They probably. I really hope none of I my family doesn't listen to this episode because I, I just said, does she just jack off on? Like I, <laughs> I, I said it in such a gross <laughs> jerk it in the corner. I'm. I want them. Um, yeah, I'm like a. I want them to think I'm like a classy lady. But yeah, we we went to Catholic high school, and she sometimes wears her uniform. What? Does yeah. she still fit in it from high school? Yeah, I mean, I think I would fit in my. I hope I still fit in mine. I don't you wear keep it. Growing after high school, I think. I mean, not not like well. It's a skirt. You, they, they believe me. It wasn't like form fitting clothing or okay. uniform. Yeah. It was like a dowdy skirt that I'm assuming she's maybe like sexied up a bit. Wow. Um, can we have her on the podcast? I want to <laughs> talk more about this. She'll have to come on as her alias. She uses a fake name. Um, is she, are we allowed but to she say told her me, fake name? I don't remember her fake name, but she told me she'll like get into like clubs and stuff because they'll be like, oh, we know you. You're like, you know. She's famous? She's like a, a famous dungeon gal. Where does she live? Where is this happening where she gets into clubs? I'm like afraid. To, I don't want to like reveal too much. 
Is she? Is it like New York? It's not in New York. Oh, okay. I want to know. <laughs> okay, what's her fake name sound like? Is it like it's like Olga kind of, Nastasia? No. It, well, it's it's like it's like a witch name. I feel, it's like some kind of like Sabrina or like Selena. Okay. Who is a pop? Who was a pop star? Not a witch. I just think of Selena Myers from Veep, one of the best and wonderfully written shows on television. If I was a dungeon lady, I think I would have a name. What would after. your name be? Yeah, what would my name be? Um, who's like my favorite? Well, you figure out your porn star name by what? It's like the street you grew up on and your favorite pet name. Okay. I think that asking people what their porn star name is is just secretly a way to like break into their accounts because yeah. is the street you grew up on and your pet's name is that not quite like security questions for your oh. passwords so don't ever tell somebody that information i almost said that on the podcast because no, i'm kind of proud of mine because it's it's kind of good mine's good too but i'm not telling anybody because then they're gonna hack into your account hack into my account not mm-hmm. happening well i'll just say that my first name would be sparky i never use that security question anyway i do i use it and no, it's not Samo. So my name would be Sparky. <laughs> okay. Spark, I'll, I'll make Sparky, Sparky Lafayette. I have a friend, That would be my dungeon name. Sparky I have a friend Lafayette. who started doing burlesque. It's very different than that. It's very sexy, but she, you know, she's got like a high profile, very serious job. And she said that it was like kind of a fun way to like explore her sexuality and get more comfortable with her body. And she got really into it after taking some classes and now she performs and I went to one of her performances and it was just amazing to watch. I wish I had the confidence that she had because you know, you get down to like a thong and pasties on stage in front and she invites friends to come and she's got a boyfriend. She said that he thinks that it's hot and I just think it's so badass that like, you know, in your thirties you're like, you know what? I'm going to take some burlesque classes just for fun. And then all of a sudden she's performing everywhere. It's, so sexy so hot but yeah she uses the name that's like a hot russian name like natalia something i can't remember what the last name is but um yeah it's it's super hot yeah she's so badass it makes me want to do it but i don't know i feel like i guess i'd be i don't know why i would care but i'd be weird people would like take pictures i'm like i don't want it you're basically naked Well, now is a weird era to kind of be doing that stuff because yeah. everybody has phones everybody has cameras all the time yeah and you want like a flattering pictures out there but i don't know maybe people are respectful and they know not to take pictures because i know there are certain burlesque clubs where you cannot have your phone out for that very reason right but i don't know maybe we'll get into burlesque i would do it <laughs> um that would be a fun episode so anyway uh what what are you doing any dungeons any dungeons no dungeon stories but i do have a story about a friend so my friend i went out for drinks with her and she's she is awesome she was with this guy for i don't know like four years and then she just realized it wasn't going to go anywhere so they broke up and it was really hard but instead of being sad about it and not being able to move on she has taken dating by storm this girl's having so much fun with dating she's been really confident about it goes on dates all the time and she's found like the joy in dating and i think she like radiates that type of fun and i just think it's so cool but this one thing happens this is a problem when you're dating a lot of people so she was dating this one guy for like three months and he hadn't asked her to be exclusive so in the meantime she's been smart about it and said okay all right i'm not gonna get my heart broken again i'm unless you're 
ready to tell me you want to be exclusive. I'm going to date other people. So she was dating other people. Anyway, she got this text from like a fireman guy that she was going to go on a date with that she didn't really like that much. And he wrote something kind of douchey and funny. So she screenshot the text as most girls do to send it to one of her other best friends. Right, Classic move. Classic move to be like, ha ha, look what this guy sent me. Accidentally sent it to the three month guy. No, 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 no. I know. She said that she like dropped as when she pushed send and realized what she had done, that she had sent the text, the conversation with another guy talking about their date and, and his douchey comment to this other kind of more serious guy, but not official. I need like fake names when I'm telling this story. <laughs> um, she said she like dropped her phone and like just like went and jumped onto her bed and like put a pillow over her face and screamed which is exactly what i would do because you know that feeling do you know what was in the message like what was in the screenshot um it was talking about their date so it wasn't something she could like play off no 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 that's what i said i was like couldn't you just say that as like um my idea which she was like why didn't i think of that was to say that that was a screenshot that a friend had sent her oh that would have been good she's like I didn't even think that think of that. I'm like, well, if it happens again, now you have a backup. Just say like you, it was a screenshot that a friend had sent you and that you were trying to send it to another one of your friends because it was Which so funny. Which still might have seemed suspicious. But I know. But, but still better. better than like, I mean, we've all done that. Like I've, oh, yeah. I've accidentally like replied all to emails at work that I didn't mean to. I meant to like... um Okay, so one time there was like an article written about me and I thought it was really cool. And so I went to send it to my best friend at work. Like, oh my God, look at this article. And I accidentally sent it to like the whole office. And it literally was like, look how cool with like a... With like, Did a, you get a lot of responses where people like... Were a, like a couple, yeah, but I was great. so humiliated because I just looked like a narcissistic like dick. Right. Like, and then you don't want to... If you like hit reply all again and, and are like, sorry, sorry, that was a mistake, then they're like, just stop emailing me. Yeah. Or, yeah, I couldn't be like, sorry, I didn't mean to send that to the whole office. But it literally looked like I was sending it to my whole entire magazine at work. Like, look at this. Look how cool this article about me. Oh my... I wanted to die and wish that article never came out. Yeah. That, uh, I still get cringes when I think about that. But anyway, was, we've all done things like that. Like so, message the wrong person. And he responded. Okay. So he responded. She finally just was like, all right, I got to suck it up and call him and tell him what happened. And, and he was like, I thought you weren't dating anybody else. And she was like, you didn't ask to be exclusive. He's like, I didn't think I needed to. She's like, I mean, yeah, like today's, yeah, you kind of, you kind of do. do, you kind of do. And she's like, but she told him she's like i don't even like that guy i was sending i don't know if this makes you feel better but i was sending that screenshot because i thought he was so dumb <laughs> you know <laughs> i was still going to go out with him because why not dating's fun but i i don't i'll cancel the date if you want to be exclusive i'll just see you so she did that she canceled the date with that fireman and then they got more serious for a few months but then i think in the end he was i think so insecure about that and maybe didn't trust her even though she's such She's not the type of girl that you would think is going to be a cheater. She's very, she's right. very sweet. Um, the fact that she like was her honest. instinct was to be honest, and she like copped to it immediately, and and I know, and she told, and she like canceled the date with a guy. Like that's a that's a good person. I know she's a very good person. She's one of the best. But I think he just was insecure. So anytime that she would. Yeah, she lives a very well-rounded life. She works really hard. She makes time for her friends. She dates a lot. But anytime that she would just want to be with her friends and then maybe not 
you know, see him that night. He would get jealous. Like, why don't you want me there? It's like, because I, I'm allowed to hang out with my friends without you sometimes. And then he'd get suspicious that maybe she was dating somebody else. Anyways, it just, it ended up not working out, but I just thought that story was so wonderful because I know, but also all, so cringeworthy. So cringeworthy. But that's why, because we've all been there. Yeah. Well, whatever. That guy was insecure. I know. It whatever. ended up working out for the best. Yeah. Um, you ready to jump into what's in the news? Yeah. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news regarding dating? <laughs> so New York Mag, uh, Drake Bear wrote something about narcissists getting more dates. By the way, does everybody at New York Magazine just have the best names? I think we say that I every know. time, but it's like you're not allowed to work for New York Magazine unless your name is fucking awesome. Unless you have a dungeon name. My oh. my dungeon name is Drake Bear. <laughs> that would be. Um, <laughs> that'd be such a good dungeon name. So, yeah, this is unfortunate news. Uh what is narcissism first of all narcissism is self-centeredness and a need for validation in its most extreme form it denotes a total disregard for other people's feelings and a prickly inability to handle criticism not not a good thing no and but i would say i've met a few narcissists we in my lifetime we all have so the university of graz in austria did this study to find out uh, how narcissists fare when it comes to dating and they had a bunch of people fill out kind of a personality quiz they determined who was a narcissist and then and they had them all speed date with each other. I love it. And it turns out that the narcissists scored better, like, because afterwards they had them rate each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, the narcissists all did way better for um, it correlated with mateability, flings, long term relationships for women, and for guys. Uh, narcissism was associated with strong associated strongly with short-term and long-term relationships wow they, they think it's because like narcissists can be charming and self-confident and they're also kind of vain so they take care of themselves oh wow absolutely yeah all the narcissists i know they they look great very clean very they care a lot about their appearance and i guess this makes a lot of sense especially since the study was done with speed dating speed dating is it's like you're instant impression of somebody but they did also find that like any kind of weird personality quirks um that people didn't like they were more likely to forgive if they found the person attractive (laughs) womp womp that's sad (laughs) i Um, know i mean but i would think so you mentioned like long-term relationships but did did this study watch people like over a long period of time it just, or was or it was asked it, them like what, would you date this right. person would long you term? would you hook up with this person would you date them long term okay so this is where i this is all right the study is very interesting i do think that initially when you meet a narcissist you probably don't realize they're a narcissist you just think that they're confident right. and that they look good and that they have no problem talking about their accolades which is all very sexy things like confidence goes such a long way but i think long term once you get to know somebody and you realize that they're a narcissist and they have that ex, you know, that description you right. described D- at the disregard top disregard for other people's feelings. Yeah. And inability to handle criticism. Like yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to want to stay with that person. So maybe initially you're like, Oh, that person's confident. I would totally hook up with them. I would love to be with them long term. But then when you get to know them, you learn that they're a narcissist. Hell no. Right. So I guess when you're dating, try and channel some narcissistic, uh, traits, but watch but out. Don't be a narcissist. And and watch out for people and be able to distinguish the difference between whether they're confident or whether this person could be a narcissist. Yeah. Just disguised as a normal, confident human. Right. Be, be on the lookout. 
Um, so that's that's what's new out of Austria. Very interesting. Yeah. Laura, what are you reading about? Well, I've been reading something in Cosmo. Sexy. Oh, it's been a while. I know. I actually realized I forgot to do the sound cue last week when I... Oh. But I'll do it again to make up for it. Okay. Cosmo. Sexy. Here we go. Retroactive sexy. <laughs> Krista McHarden from... Uh, Cosmo tried a female condom and here is what happened. She I'm wrote an very interested. Oh my god, in it's all so good. of this. Okay, so she wrote an article about her her attempt at having well, not attempt. She did have sex using a female condom. So let me describe what a, a female condom yes, is. That was my first question. Okay, so this is this is all in her article from Planned Parenthood. All right, so it covers the outside of the skin. It's kind of like a pouch with flexible rings at each end. So it, it does reduce your risk of like skin to skin STIs. STIs are sexually transmitted infections. Uh-huh. Uh, so you push it into your vagina and then your partner puts his dick in it. So it's kind of like an inverted male condom, yes. right? Yes. It's kind of like like a condom, but like, but like inside of you. Well, okay. Condoms do go inside you. But it's like, like a, it's, it's like inside a, of you before the penis is. It's like if you took a plastic grocery bag and just stuffed it in your <laughs> Which vagina. Which we don't recommend that you do. No, don't do that. Okay. So, all right. So she, it was really, she said it's like really big. Like you can't. Well, yeah. Cause otherwise if it was, if it wasn't really big, it would get like lost up in your. Yeah. Maybe. Coochie, right. But, but like you can't put it in your pocket like a condom or you have to have like really big pockets <laughs> is it like a poncho like it comes like folded <laughs> up and then you unfold it i think so so she said she had to put it this is you have to like go in the bathroom to put it in it's like kind of a whole thing and then she had to waddle to the bedroom <laughs> all right so let me read this is a conversation that she put um that she had with her her husband when he saw it husband what is that her my vagina husband no krista no <laughs> her fine it's a female condom and yes it's gross inside me but we are both feminists and it's about time you put your dick where your mouth is husband what does the female condom have to do with feminism her this is a social and political attack do you want to have sex or not husband i want to have sex <laughs> her uh well then so wait then- i like that you have to read the action points to the vagina and the bag inside of it <laughs> <laughs> right right uh well then uh you're gonna have to do this bag okay so then he like tried to s- enter her he she said it was very squeaky and very interesting she said it felt like you were having sex with like a very loose condom on uh and it immediately like just felt like this is like not working. Oh, There's like this is interesting. I'm I'm reading simultaneously, and it, the female condom is supposed to have built-in clitoral stimulation. Is that? Yeah. Oh. So she said that she tried to move around to get that promised clitoral stimulation going, but she couldn't get the position quite right. <laughs> so like they promised That's that, but maybe don't really deliver. And there was like a lot of screeching noises <laughs> the whole time that she was like having sex she thought that maybe it's not even incorrectly uh so yeah and she said that her husband said that it felt like her vagina was slimy and coated in plastic which it which is a bad thing which i guess but that's exactly what it was it was slimy and coated in plastic um so basically the aftermath she says it wasn't like the worst but she's never gonna use it again <laughs> interesting yeah um 
Ian recently picked up a dental dam at the medical center at his school, but mostly just to play with. It was like, did you try it? No, no, no. Like, I've never seen one in person. What? How? How? What exactly? Explain how those look and work. First of all, it was banana flavored, which like I don't like banana. Um, that's just like a condom, but you so, so you use it to like give a, a blowjob. It's with? like the same. It's like latex, like a condom, but it's just like a piece. It's like a rectangle, it's just like a floppy rectangle. So literally, Ian was just like pulling it over his face and and making scary faces. We didn't actually use it because I can't imagine. It's it's more. It's for or it's like a condom for female oral sex. Yeah. So you put it like over your vagina, and then he like tries to go to down like on. lick your vagina over the latex. If if is it's for funny? like if you're hooking up, I guess with somebody that you don't really know, and or like they have herpes, right? Interesting. So similar, similar in that it's. I guess the I whole like idea of just, all of this is like that women can carry their own stuff and take control. Yeah, but it seems like maybe just bring a condom and insist that right. a guy puts it on because yeah, it's like less practical. Yeah, this thing just shove, sounded like a hot mess. Shove the bag up your puss. Um, so anyways, I really enjoyed the article and her descriptions. So thank you so much, Krista McCartan, yeah. for uh, trying that on for all for of us. being a guinea pig. Yeah. Uh, ready to jump into the mailbox. Oh, yeah. Angela, what's in the mailbox this week? We have two questions this week. For the record, we get a lot of questions. Sometimes we just pick right. one. But th- because we get so many, we tried to conquer two at a time this week. Yeah. And we also, these are two good questions. They were just really good. We wanted to answer mm-hmm. both. Right. I so, still want people thinking we only got two. <laughs> we're very popular. We get a lot of emails. And, um, and if we also, I don't want people to be, if we don't read your question, it's not because it wasn't a good one. It maybe was a similar topic that we've already, right. maybe we've already discussed that's all. Right. Or maybe we haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, yeah. Maybe we're still going to do it. And No worries. And we always write back to everybody. Okay. So first up, we have a letter from I. I writes, um, well, her subject was SOS, the love of my life might be a Trump supporter. No. Uh, I like, I broke out into a little sweat before I even opened the email. I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough one. All right. So she says, I'm a college student. And last year while home for the summer, I met the one Uh, with little asterisks around it. Um, She says, or at least I thought I had. He was perfect, tall, dark, handsome, an engineering student, though you wouldn't know it from his modesty. I guess I hadn't noticed just how conservative he is. I'm not an extreme liberal, and I agree with conservatives on certain issues, but I generally consider myself a Democrat, and it was clear that he was not entirely. He comes from old money and has stock in mutual funds and gasp. His parents are real-life Trump supporters. I'm not quite sure what to think. Political persuasions tend to be a reflection of a person's values, and disagreeing on values is kind of an issue. Can a person's character transcend the ugliness of politics? Wow, this is such a tough one. So I have like I have one friend that says she's voting for Trump. And her, what? And her I and I I've honestly stopped hanging out with her. Yeah. I I used to think that, oh, just don't talk about politics with people. And there, there are like a lot of, I know people that are Republican and I like that. Right. I, it's I th- just different when it was like a cl- closer friend. And I think when it comes to Tr- Donald Trump specifically, you have to be like a psychopath. He is very representative of a lot of really bad things. 
um, misogyny, racism, bigotry, xenophobia. Yeah. Um, sorry if you're a Trump supporter and listening, but uh, we also talk a lot about like feminist stuff and he's anti-feminist. So why are you listening? Yeah. Um, so it's just like, if you're going to support him there, you're saying that you're supporting his beliefs, which are racism, keeping Mexicans out of the country, which is insane. Right. Uh, Documenting Muslim people. Yeah. God, everything. It's it's just believing that women get abortion that get abortion should be punished. Yeah, like a whole one bad thing after the next. And anyway, my one my friend that when I said why are you supporting him, her one thing, her one reason that that was so important to her was she said, well, he doesn't take money from from lobbyists and outside people he he uses his own so he won't be influenced and i'm like okay first of all that's not true he took loans out mm-hmm. from people uh it will, he didn't even use his own money second of all he has businesses so he is influenced he's influenced by other factors he's trying to he's not going to do things that are going to hurt his business and and second of all He's now needs money for the general election <laughs> on top of all of that. And also, who cares if they don't use their own money if their values are pieces of shit? Correct. On all counts. Um, not to get too political. But so I guess for the answer to this question is different for every person, probably, yes. because you have to prioritize. You have to really ask yourself, like, like if somebody believes these things... Is are they that, a good person? Right. And like, do, do I, how important are these things to me? Yes. Like, okay. So this is what I would say. Maybe he's a Trump Trump supporter, but talk to him about how he feels about issues. Do you, do you find that he supports women's rights and that he's a feminist and that he believes it's your right to choose? Is he, is he racist? Which would be a red flag. Like, I would say, Maybe there's in some weird alternate universe he wants Trump to be president, but he's a good person and he's accepting of people of different races, backgrounds, different countries. He's open minded. He believes in women's rights. He believes women are equal. He believes all humans on this planet are equal. And if that's true and you think he's a good person and he treats you good, then you know what? Although like, keep in mind that I don't think any person would ever come right out and say, Oh, I'm racist or oh, like I I think like women are my equal. It's it's more so you to read between the lines. Between the lines a bit and and judge I guess by their actions. Yeah, and just ask more questions. Than their words. Yeah, ask just so ask be questions. Observant. Yeah, I would just I would just talk to them about certain issues and if they're as important to you as they are, um then then maybe you need to rethink this relationship, unfortunately. I have had the the privilege the unfortunateness <laughs> uh, and i've interviewed trump a couple times right i and interviewed him for espn you can we talked about golf and this was this was i don't was know. he very orange in real life he was well the espn interview that was over the phone and then i interviewed him for uh one of the entertainment magazines i was working for and that was in person uh, that was at like some oreo event he was getting paid by oh. oreo to do something if i'm remembering correctly uh i have a picture of me interviewing him at that one he like doesn't <laughs> even look you in the eye he's very orange uh but both times he's just 
he's he's definitely not an intellectual. I think he he's very impatient. Like when I interviewed him in person, he was very hungry. So he, he wanted Oreos. Yeah, I was like, it was supposed to be a twenty minute interview, and it ended up being like like less than five. Uh, yeah, just like very impatient. Just not a kind person. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, I think not that that would be surprising, but right. I I mean, I don't think I could date somebody that would even consider voting for Donald Trump. No, me neither. Um, so take that for what it is. But like Nick comes from he he's he's all liberal, but he comes from Cleveland, Ohio, where there's a lot of conservative people. A lot of his family mm-hmm. is conservative, and his family are the kindest people in the world. Um, very accepting of different people. And I, I just don't talk about politics. Right. You know, I think, well, that's the thing. We all have the, those family members that kind of have different politics than us, but like that's your family. So you can't really change it. So you just kind of love them in spite of it. But uh, if it's somebody you're choosing to bring into your life, but I also I can't, I don't think on any planet his, his family's not going to vote for Trump either. Right. Like when they they bring it up, they just laugh about how stupid he is. Right. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting election year. I think a lot of, I mean, who knows? There might be a lot of couples going through this right now. Yeah, I hope that was helpful. Um, I would say just make sure he's a good person and talk about the, whoever whoever he votes for in the voting booth, I guess that's on him, but how he feels about- It's the issues that are important, not the people. Yeah, how he feels about other people and- uh, people being equal and having compassion towards other humans that right watch out for that make yeah. sure that you that's... don't have to agree on everything but just on some basic level like yeah fundamental things you should probably agree on all right on to i think we're good on that one we're good um all right on to larissa so larissa wrote us with a very different kind of question she says i have recently began dating a guy from an online dating site we have been on three to four dates and we talk all the time on the phone calling and texting my question is when do i ask him whether or not he's dating other people or if i should even ask him as well as he's told me one of his fantasies include somnophilia is that a big deal in your opinion if we do end up in a relationship what is that i googled it wait she didn't explain it she just assumed she just assumed i knew somnophilia is a phrase that we know and i didn't know so i googled it thanks for doing the research and um it is when you are it's oh also known as sleeping princess syndrome and it's when you are sexually aroused by someone who is unconscious or sleeping this is not like an what necro necrophilia is when you when you're hook up a dead like a dead person okay this is different than that so i think um (laughs) i feel like we've addressed on the podcast before like what to do when you're not sure if you're dating with somebody like you just kind of you have the conversation whatever i'd like to focus on this so somnophilia yeah so she asked two things one when should she ask if he's dating other people and two uh should the somnophilia thing be a red flag yeah right. girl we don't care about uh if you guys are exclusive we worry that you're <laughs> that he's not like trying to hook up with you while you're sleeping and that things don't get rapey because Correct. uh that I, I love that like the somnophilia thing is like number one buried in her <laughs> paragraph she buried the lead she buried the lead and number two she just like assumed we knew what it was no it's not normal. We, I mean, 
I, I shouldn't say it's not normal. It, it's not something that uh, is commonly talked about. We, right. we didn't even know if we have to Google it. Like, don't just assume that. I think we're all about fetishes and such. But the problem yes. with this particular thing is that it involves um, consent, which you can't give if you're unconscious. Yes. Yes. So. We, we are down with any fetishes as long as you feel comfortable and it's safe and consent is the biggest thing because right. the minute you're having sex with somebody and you don't feel comfortable you tell them you stop you walk out of the room if you need to uh you can't do that when you're asleep you don't right. know what's happening i mean i don't know and how she, would you feel if like you're sleeping maybe he's not touching you and it's not something involving that i i don't know enough about this i guess does this mean like she could be sleeping and then she wakes up and he's and he's masturbating right next to her because just watching her asleep is turning him on. I don't know. Personally, I would find that creepy if somebody's because right. I don't. What if I'm drooling? I, I just. Well, I, I don't I even care it, how I look. I just it's more like I don't like. Yeah, you, I'm no. just like a narcissist. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what if I look bad? <laughs> it's like it's no, like it's creepy. It's almost similar to when like celebrities have like their naked pictures leaked and then they lose control over who's jerking off to them naked other than the person they intended it's it's almost similar to that and like no such a random reference i know it's similar to but only because like like you're kind of like oh well it's not as harmful if he's just jerking off and watching you sleep rather than touching you but it's still like it's like you're violated yeah you're like still kind of being violated i mean i don't know i don't know i think this is totally different than that because he could go masturbate to a a picture of you from your Facebook. So like you have no control over people masturbating to pictures of you, but you have no naked or not control when you're asleep. No. Yeah. You have no, yeah, but this is just so different. You, this is very different that you're like, you're asleep. Also, I don't know. We don't even know if this is just him trying to masturbate while she's sleeping. Like, does this mean that he's going to try to, I mean, you would think if he even tries to start touching her or without her giving consent, he tries to have sex with her while she's sleeping. She's going to wake up. But I don't know. I, I feel uncomfortable about this about this fetish. I think she needs to talk to him about it. Know what that means. Because he told her it was just a fantasy. And I, I think she needs to know. Does this mean he's going to try to masturbate while she's sleeping? Does it mean he would ever try to have sex with her while she's sleeping? Because that's not cool. Right. Is he going to ask her to pretend that she's sleeping when they're having sex? Because then that on the table? That could be like a consent thing. But then like, I don't know how that's fun. That she's just going to pretend right. she's asleep like a fish, you know? And then she's just like laying there like, oh, I'm asleep. I don't know. It's a slippery slope. This is a slippery slope. I think you need to talk to him about what he means when he says that his fantasy includes somnophilia. And you need to be very, very clear if anything if that's involved in his fantasy is something that you would not be comfortable with. Right. Exactly. And she and she says, like, isn't this something you would care to for the right person if you're in love with? I mean, don't think that you're not being a good partner or like you're like being the uncool girl by like not being into this. Yeah, this is a weird one. This is a particular fetish that it's just because it it, it does feel very slippery, slopey right. to a rapey situation. <laughs> I think you need to be uh, have your have your guard up. Yeah. 
we tackled some big issues in this listener question segment this week let us know what happens both these people please um also if you want your listener questions answered or if you have any funny texts or messages that you've received email them to us we want to read them uh you can email us at contact at this is why your single show dot com you can also contact uh us through our website this is why your single show dot com now let's dive in to the reason of the week Okay, this week's reason is you have a secret. We shh. Oh yeah, sorry. Wait, do it again. You have a secret. Shh. We have gotten lots of emails from listeners with secrets and they want to know how, when, and where to tell their significant other or their family or their friends this secret. Secrets have included being bald, blind, a virgin, previously married, some weird fetish. Um, <laughs> like like watching someone sleep, uh, having a kid, being in love with your BFF, and like a bunch of other ones. Secrets can be anything because they're only a secret if it's something you haven't told people, which sometimes they're mundane issues. Sometimes they're really big issues. Right. But So it's all really circumstantial. And our it advice is. to people have been very circumstantial. Sometimes, like I when the girl was blind and she was dating, mm-hmm. she asked us if... Um, if she should tell people before she goes on dates. And I, I had to ask my sister because, right. uh, yeah, she studies that. And in that, anyways, in that, um, she studies disability advocacy, but in that circumstance, she basically said, no, don't tell them until you're at the date. But with the guy that was bald, we were like, yeah, I mean like that's really an attraction thing. If people just like flat out aren't att- like, that's unfortunate, but a lot of girls think it's hot and they're, and they're into like Vin Diesel and stuff. So, right. so you should have some profile pictures that like show you bald. But anyways, my point is it's all circumstantial. Yeah. Sometimes we tell people to tell, to say their secret up front, sometimes different right. times. In the- but I think something that you can follow for all of these is be confident in your secret. Like when you're ready to reveal your secret, um, don't like, like if you have a kid and they don't know if you've been divorced, like don't say it like you're apologizing. Present it as like you're about to learn something new about me, but then also be open to the fact that they might not be comfortable with your secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of gray area in the yeah. world. And if you've got like a weird secret, I can't, I'm trying to like make up one that would be really, I don't know, maybe like your whole back is covered in a wart i don't know that would be really gross but (laughs) i don't know why no it wouldn't it would be fine no it would be really gross but like if somebody loves you maybe they're cool with your wart back um (laughs) like i'm talking like your whole we've all we've all gotten warts at some point right taking like your whole back was like one big wart uh i don't know you just like tell someone like hey i've got this medical own your wart back girl no i mean you don't have to be confident about your wart see that's where i disagree i think it depends this is why it's hard to give advice for this. It really depends on the secret. Because for that, I'm not going to be confident about like I've got this hot, sexy wart back, like like back, warts. I mean, on my are, back. We, are we talking about like permanent warts? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I made this up. I don't know. Permanent wart back. Yeah, I'm just saying. I would say like, hey, I've got this really weird. My whole back has warts on it. It's kind of gross, but uh, I just wanted to tell you it's not contagious. And um, uh, I don't. Just, I hope you, you know, I, <laughs> I just don't worry about it. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a heads up um, so you're not shocked. Um, but I hope you still like me 
<laughs> okay, that was a bad example. All right, why don't we just get into our reason of the week breakdown? Is yeah, that okay? Yeah. <laughs> it is time for our reason of the week breakdown. right <laughs> we're gonna we're getting a little loopy this i know show. we're gonna reveal some secrets in this game though maybe one of them will be that laura has a wart back i don't have a wart uh, my a wart back's not even like the right phrasing it's like warts on your back but you were making i was picturing one big one yeah like a giant <laughs> i'm sure that exists Wart, and right. i'm sorry if it exists and somebody has a wart back and they're uh, listening <laughs> we're being very insensitive okay to the wart backs we are playing a game I'm sure you all have played. Angela, don't look at the one I'm asking. Scroll scroll to your page. All right, all right, all right. Um, we're playing a game called Never Have I Ever. We're sticking five fingers out, and we're each going to say something we've never done. And if the other person has done this secret, then uh, you have to put a finger down. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. I feel like I'm in a sleepover. <laughs> oh, my God. Me too. Okay, first one. Angela, never have I ever stuck my finger in someone's butt. Yeah, we're going there right off the bat. <laughs> um, I would put a half a finger down because I do it jokingly. Oh my god, put your finger over, down over underwear, not like straight up the butt. Put your finger down. Okay, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> but if you're into it, it's not gross. Cool. It, I just well, the re- I've done. I'm it. just. Not I've into read it. that men technically it feels good, but of course I don't do it in sexual times. I do it like I heard this feels good, and then I go boop. <laughs> You're so and weird. And like, stop, I'm sleeping. Um, oh, my God. Maybe you're right. a somnophilia. Oh, you're my like God. Doing stuff to him while he's sleeping. <laughs> oh, no. Sleeping beauty syndrome. <laughs> um, okay, your turn. Oh, it's my... Oh, we're going to go every other one. Okay, That's how... It. Have you... How long has it been since you've been in a sleepover? This game's not hard. You switch off. All right. Um, <laughs> never have I ever farted and blamed it on my dog. Oh, my God. That's so mean. Uh, <laughs> wait, but I don't think I've actually... Come on. Or blamed it on someone else's dog. No, I've never done it. I've hoped that Nick thinks it's the dog, <laughs> but he's he never if if I've if I've ever like farted, which I don't do it that much, I'm a lady, but I he never he's he's so polite and proper, he'll never call it out, you know? Right. Um so he would never call it out and be like, Ew, gross and and then I would be like, Oh, it's the dog. That's never happened because he right. he just would You've never, never say been anything. like, Oh my god, it smells so bad in here. Sam, get Sam out. Sam does fart a lot, but also her <laughs> farts are so distinct, I don't even think I'd get away with it. But I think I've like hoped before that he would think it's Sam. So I'm not putting a finger down. All right, fine. Uh never have I ever had sex in a classroom. No. no never. Oh, I know. You thought I might. I thought I, you were classic. Like, I don't know, just, oh. you went to Catholic school, so that like classic Catholic school girl fantasy. I mean, that is, that's, that's like a fantasy, I feel like, but I've never done it. Oh, bummer. Okay. Um, okay. Never have I ever had a sexual fantasy about someone of the same gender. All right. I'm putting a finger down. Ah, Laura likes ladies. I, I've like wondered. I mean, I, I, it's like, it's like a hot thing to think about. Right. I'll put a finger down. You know, in solidarity, I'll put a finger down. Oh, wait, you're, then you, this doesn't work, Angela. Yours are never have I ever. So you're oh. only supposed to so, say things oh. that never have I ever done. If oh, you've well, done that, any of these things, you I can't. Was, I mean, not really. I never really, I was doing it in solidarity because I would, but. Oh my God. You're so bad at this game. All right. Um, 
don't you can't put a finger down because oh, you've never I done get it. it now okay i never play i whatever it's called never have i ever so you say something you've never done and i put a finger down okay you're trying to get other people out you're not you don't put fingers down in solidarity oh. you're trying to win the game you know what i don't think i ever played this game right oh my god <laughs> wow. usually it was just about like drinking and hearing other people's secrets and nobody was really like paying attention yeah no i feel I'm sorry for your teen- childhood. I know, teenagehood. teenagehood. You never learned how to play these games All right, correctly. Whatever. Okay. Did you play uh, when you're playing Kings, the drinking card game? Yes. Did you like play it like in a castle? <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> never have I ever thrown a hot liquid at somebody during a fight. Yes, I have done that. I'm what? Figured I know. I think I remember the story, but I know you. What happened? Cheater. I uh, with my first ex-boyfriend, we got into a fight on the subway, and I threw hot tea at him. It missed him, but it, it very <laughs> dramatically hit the wall behind him and splashed everywhere. That's so sad. I, I had I had a lot more fire in my youth. <laughs> I this wasn't even in my youth i i've thrown water at nick before but it, but it wasn't hot so it doesn't count hmm. for me for this never have i ever game he got really mad and i'll probably ne- i'll probably never do it again you probably shouldn't they were, i was just trying to get his attention because he was ignoring me and we were in a fight and there was a glass of water and i was like i wanted him to talk about the you did fight. a full glass yeah yeah and then, oh, I, and then no. I went and refilled it i would have I would have left. Sometimes I'm a psychopath. I don't know. <laughs> we both are. But okay. it was like harmless. I was just, it was like, you know, like tossing a pillow at somebody. Like, pay attention to me. Here's water all over your head. <laughs> I mean, that would work, but it would not be the right kind of attention. Um, okay. Never have I ever started a fight with my significant other because I was bored. I've never done that. No, not even because you want to cause a little drama. Um,. I mean, like, sometimes you do want, like, fire and excitement to be in your relationship. But I definitely don't think I've ever... I've, I, I don't want to fight with any with Nick or any of my significant others. Maybe, like, subconsciously, I've been yeah. like, oh, I want to, like, keep things... Exce-. Like, you want... I don't know. You want to, like, instigate something to test the waters or see how hard they'll fight for you. Or you've right. all, We've all done, like... The, right. But I've never actually been like, I'm bored. Let's start a fight. Those people... Those people are not going to stay in their relationships very long they crave drama like on our other episode yeah i mean not like throwing water at somebody to get their attentions any better but i just think that if you're trying to create drama and you're bored and you start a fight is like no go go get a hobby all right still only how many fingers do you have down two wow i only have one i thought that i was gonna wow. be in trouble well i I know a lot of your secrets, oh, okay. but I... Well, you haven't been good at some are, them. Some are not podcast appropriate. Oh. What? I'm a good friend. <laughs> All right. Never have I ever talked in animal voices in bed. <laughs> I personally haven't. Oh, man. I, haha, I've had other people do that. Oh, man. I knew, I knew like, yeah. I, I remember you telling me that there were right. animal voices yeah. in, Ian while you're having sex. Yeah, Ian to be but... his dog. I just assumed you did it back to him. Never. Damn. I should have changed this to say never have I ever I am unamused by it. I know. Um, Okay. Man, I should have been more specific and said never have I ever ever had a guy talk to me in animal voices. That would have been very specific. That would have been Pretty much only me. Um, All right. Never have I ever fantasized about a friend's significant other. Hmm. I'm trying to think about this. Have I ever yeah yeah i mean not recently but like 
Yeah, mm-hmm. in the past, I'm sure. Yeah. Even like in elementary school. I remember <laughs> We're, it's, this is lifetime. We're talking lifetime. <laughs> the hot elementary school, the like my like hot blonde friend Brittany was like her boyfriend, which meant they like held hands, was Ryan Studer. I think that was his name. And Ryan you fantasize about holding his hand. I would put on my like Princess Jasmine costume <laughs> and like pretend that I like my stuffed animal was Brian and like talk to him and like seduce him. Oh my, no. I know I was it was kinda creepy, right? I actually it's fun. I had a princess jasmine diary oh. that I used to write about my crushes in so we have like a princess jasmine just connection don't know like why I knew that's like this is why all of that is so bad for young children like that I knew I had to put on this like sexy midriff bearing costume to seduce a stuffed animal in like elementary school I don't know wow you were like in his hair. You, you see, this actually, this is funny. You always liked uh, dressing up. <laughs> I do and like doing doing dances. I do like dressing up, <laughs> dances, role playing, uh, blindfolds. <laughs> okay, uh, never have I ever had sex while Dancing with the Stars is on in the background. <laughs> No, no, I'm damn. very focused when Dancing with the Stars is on. I'm damn. watching it. I know you always. I know you don't even try to touch me. I know you I'm always like that show. I just took my chances and thought that maybe you would end up. You would have sex and like still leave the TV on. That was a good guess, but no. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, my guilty pleasure is Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> and I clear my schedule so I can watch <laughs> it live on Monday night. Um, all right, you've last never, question. you've never just left it on. No. Okay. Right. I mean, I, we, I've had the TV on to like drown noises out. Yeah. But damn. Um. Okay. Finally, never have I ever had sex on the furniture we're sitting on right now. Okay. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> we're in Laura's apartment. Just so you guys know. Uh. No. Not in the office. Really? No. No. Good. Not in office. Do you feel safer now? I feel much better. <laughs> I mean, I would still continue to sit here, but I, I had would to feel th- weird about I it. I had to think about it. Uh, not this particular couch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Weirdly, no. No, we've never come. I think I thought I was going to have you with that one. No, we have. Just I also so just know, wanted to know. We we built. We have an office that we built into our. This is why you're single. Like kind of production area. It's where we wrote our book in here. We write scripts in here. We also have a whole podcast studio set up. I think we probably have never had sex because the podcast equipment is so expensive. <laughs> we would be worried about breaking it and right. like knock these microphones. They're expensive, yet they're so easy to knock yeah, we've, over. We've knocked them over. I've knocked them not over. having sex. So. Yeah, exactly. So I think we probably just. It would be too expensive of a rendezvous. Right. So wait. All right. That was it. So I have two fingers down. Me too. Oh, we tied. All right. All right. Well, I still think I learned a lot about you. Yeah. And I'm glad to know that you haven't had sex on this couch. Yeah. Well, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason. (laughs) That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons, you're single. We're all single. Check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. You can follow our personals. Yeah, I'm Laura Lane NYC on Snapchat. On Twitter, I'm Laura Lane underscore. And on uh, Instagram, I'm the Laura Lane. And I'm at Sparadactyl. Although I just realized that I'm not at Sparadactyl on Snapchat. Yeah, I just noticed that too. And I realized that on previous podcasts, you had been saying that you were the I, same on all. 
you're well, not. Okay, so you liar. So there is a Sparadactyl on Instagram. I think it's also me because I created another account, but now I don't know how to get into that one. So just, I think my, my new one is Sparadangela. Well, I don't use it, but you should follow me anyway. Maybe one day I will. Um, but Twitter and Instagram, all about that life. Sparadactyl at the Laura Lane, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but follow at your single show. Yeah, Make sure def- to like and subscribe on iTunes. We, 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 we do. We read all of the comments that you put on iTunes. And it helps us. It does help it us. Helps so us out. Say nice things. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. We will see you or hear you. We'll talk to you next week on a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>